0: great to have you here on the clark howard show where it's about you and that wallet of yours i want you to learn ideas from me so you can keep more of what you make clark.com's our main web address clarkdeals.com where you go to save money each and every day and coming up later this hour we have a clark deals segment for you i want to talk up to the moment what deals are out there and karis from clark deals is going to be with me Talking about some of the hot items you should be looking for today, this weekend, and next week as we get into the core of discounting for the Christmas shopping season. And coming up before that, I've got a special warning for you about a scam that was sent out in the last few days to 110 million of us. And it's very convincing. I want to make sure you know how this one plays and to avoid getting taken by it. I want to talk about something really upsetting and serious. The website TripAdvisor, which is so influential for travelers and what hotels they stay at, what restaurants they eat at, what attractions they go to, TripAdvisor has found itself in the midst of a scandal. TripAdvisor, in order not to offend hotels that they hope will advertise with them, has been suppressing reviews by people who have been victims of sexual assault or rape. This is unconscionable and horrific. TripAdvisor, after a wave of massive negative publicity, is now reposting the posts from women who have been assaulted or raped, particularly at resort properties. There have been some terrible cases where women have been assaulted by hotel employees. And there's been a big cover-up, coordinated apparently by TripAdvisor with the owners of the hotels. That will not happen anymore. In fact... There's been such an uproar about it, probably because there's a time of heightened consciousness about assault because of Harvey Weinstein. TripAdvisor is coming up with a new logo that will be launched in the next few weeks that if you're looking for a hotel or resort and there have been uh, rapes or sexual assaults at that property, there will be a logo that will appear for the listing for the property. We don't know yet what that logo is going to look like, but I'll give a brief update later when that symbol is added to properties. And I don't know, in my wildest imagination, what the management of TripAdvisor was thinking suppressing reports like that. Now we also had a call about a different matter involving TripAdvisor recently that was from someone who was going to a property at one of the islands that were so devastated by I guess it was Hurricane Irma. And they had the property booked for uh later this year and the resort refuse to give them their money back even though the island is unoccupiable. So she posted at my suggestion on TripAdvisor and TripAdvisor suppressed her post. She's now received a refund for the stay. But TripAdvisor, I got my eye on you. Don't mess it up. You've got a good thing going with people who trust your posts and reviews you start playing dirty pool with the people who trust you you break trust it's very hard ever to restore it katrina's with us on the clark howard show hi katrina hi clark katrina your grandmother is in the midst of getting scammed is that right
1: Well, almost, Um, so she received a call from someone claiming to be my brother. Um, She said it didn't sound like him, but the way that he was talking kind of did sound like him. So claiming that he was in jail and needed her to go get gift cards. Uh, So she went to a store, bought $2,000 worth of gift cards, um, got back to the car, called my brother, and said, I've got your money. And he, he said, oh, what money? Um, so she turned around, went back in the store to try and return them and has gotten nowhere. trying to, um, she talked to the the uh, customer service desk. They said that she couldn't return them. She talked to the manager. She went up to the store supervisor level um, and they've basically given her the same response that it's their policy that they don't allow returns on gift cards.
0: Well, this is a uh, retailer that is barely still alive.
1: And that's part of my concern is that, their store seems to be doing pretty well, um, but I know they've been closing stores across the country. So I, I don't want her to get stuck with the, these gift cards that she has. Um, you know, when if if and when they go under, that she's stuck with all this money right. that's worth nothing.
0: So let's let's take this in pieces because the first thing is this is known as the grandparent scam. That she came just a whisker from losing two thousand dollars. And the way the grandparent scam works is someone will call you and they've done enough digging if they're clever criminals that they know the names of all the family members and they call you and say they're in jail or they've been in an accident or whatever and that they need money right away. And so they give you the instructions how they want that money paid and uh, more often than not a grandparent being very worried about a grandchild will spend the money and send it to the crooks and there's no way to get that back. Yours is the first call I've ever had about this that someone after buying the the stored value cards, prepaid cards, or gift cards ever avoided losing the money. Oh great. So this is this is at an interim a very good story so now she's got two thousand dollars tied up in gift cards for a retailer she doesn't want doesn't want the cards so what i would like to do because i'm so worried that this retailer has such a short shelf life is that we would like to call the retailer ourselves and see if they will refund this money to her
1: well that would be fantastic
0: So uh, there's no excuse for this. This is owned by a man who at one time was one of the world's wealthiest men. And to cheap out like this on a grandmother who was getting scammed is just absolutely unacceptable. So hang on a second. Kim is going to talk to you, and let's see if we can make that money come back into her life. If we get blown off by the retailer, though, then what I recommend is that your family have a very nice Christmas off of these cards and buy everything you can right away while this retailer's doors are still open. All right. But let's hope it doesn't come to that, and so Kim will talk to you about that. And Ryan is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Clark. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you, Ryan you just moved where'd you move
2: i just moved from the portland oregon area to the atlanta georgia area
0: wow yeah so isn't that backwards because it seems like everybody who can is moving to portland
2: well i'm actually returning to the start because i was born and raised right outside of atlanta
0: okay all right yeah well how can i be of help to you with your move
2: So the move is starting to settle down. I'm now into my new job and got the income and budget going. My one concern, though, is that my uh, emergency fund got pretty much wiped out by this move. And so I'm currently weighing whether I should prioritize rebuilding the emergency fund or getting the employer match from my new company's 401k.
0: And tell me how the match works.
2: It's a 50% match on the first
0: 6%. So without even thinking about it, I can tell you it's better to live your emergency fund without a safety net to pick up an instant 50% return on your money from the employer match. Okay. That, that is so intensely valuable, you got to pick up that money. Sounds good. So if you put in 6% of your pay, pick up another 3%. Uh, instantly you've you've got 9% of your pay effectively being saved. How long will it take you, if you do that, to rebuild your emergency fund?
2: Based on the budget I've outlined for myself, I can get uh, three months' worth of expenses within a year.
0: I'm totally comfortable with that, then. Okay. So I hope that the new job turns out to be a great experience for you.
2: I sure hope so. Thank you
0: so much. Okay, take care. And Joel, let's do some Ask Clark's here. If Let,
3: let's do it, Clark. Stephen wrote and he says, "I keep hearing about online banks." Like, wait, wait. Let's talk about you instead.
0: You want to? Yeah. Okay. We will go back to that. All right. Because I mentioned on yesterday's show that you were not with us and Krista was doing the Ask Clark's. She, you know, she's really bright and capable. It's not like you doing it. But. <laughs> But I you, that. as I bragged on the air, you commute to work most days by bike, and it takes you much less time commuting by bike instead of driving. But yesterday, what happened to you? Yesterday, it took a lot longer. I didn't get into work
3: um, because yeah, I uh, got hit by a car on my bike while riding into work, and you're pretty shook up. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was definitely a, a little scary. Um, I have some bumps and bruises and uh, my shoulder hurts a little bit and so I'm yeah I definitely shook up from the situation but um, yeah it was yeah it was a scary situation I'm glad that I'm okay nothing incredibly major no broken bones or anything
0: and you had a lot of witnesses suddenly on the scene attending to you as well
3: yeah it's really cool when something like that happens how people that are just bystanders come up to help, and uh, emergency personnel are just there so quickly, and all over things. So definitely um, felt really cared for.
0: And you've had enough radiation to last the next 20 years from all the parts of your body that got x-rayed.
3: Yes, had to have some x-rays. Nothing Uh, broken. Nothing broken, fortunately. The bike's broken. The bike's broken. The bike's messed up. Yeah, and people have been asking me if I'll continue... To bike in, and I've said I think that this this route, interestingly enough, it's where I got hit. Is th- there's protected bike lanes there that I'm in, but that's the scariest part. Randomly of of my route into work is those protected bike lanes because um, it's a one way street. Everyone's going north, and there's a lot of people turning left in front of the bike lane, and so that's the scariest part of it. Uh, but I I do think I'll be back on my bike soon because the sooner you get back on the better yeah. it'll be the longer you wait the harder it'll be to get back on that bike. i might make some changes to my route but uh, definitely gonna have to get back on it because uh, i miss it and i hate sitting in traffic
0: and you were looking on ebay for medieval era armor yeah. are you really going to wear a suit of armor <laughs> wear some time?
3: shoulder shoulder pads maybe something like that it did make me think about yeah the uh i was wearing a jacket fortunately and you know which helps with the road rash and stuff like that so the things that you wear when biking some of the safety things that you have on your bike and then also some of the things that you're wearing and what make happened a big to difference. your bike helmet i get it sustained a crack so definitely fe- i fell head first onto the onto the pavement as I, I see
0: so many people riding bikes without a helmet and I can tell you that if his helmet cracked, that tells you your head would have cracked like a like a egg that you were cracking. So thank goodness you were wearing a helmet.
3: Yeah, now I would never ride without a helmet, even a short ride. I have before just like up the block to a friend's house. I wouldn't even do that without a helmet now. Um after after that. It's it's too freaky. There's too you could hit a root or a, a stick or something like that and go flying off, even if it's just a couple blocks. Always wear a helmet.
0: And don't buy factory second helmets like I do. No, just <laughs> kidding. Just kidding. Helmets are supposed to meet standards. They should be fine. And who is it we dissed and blew off right here? Oh, uh,
3: we dissed Stephen. We'll get to his question We'll get soon. to Stephen. Yeah. Sorry,
0: Stephen. Today's Clark Rages moment is a very important one for you. It apparently is targeting anyone who is a subscriber to Netflix, which is, what is that? Is that 80 million people or something in the United States? Something like that. You need to be very focused and aware about how this scam plays. That has popped up apparently in a nanosecond, with the criminals trying to hit as many people as possible before they are aware of this kind.
3: Scams, ripoffs, outrages—it's a
0: Clark Rages moment. So the deal is that people are receiving. Something that is from Netflix, appears to be from Netflix, and the subject line says your suspension notification. And there's a link for you to go update your Netflix account. So this has been put out by a web security company to be very aware of. The email, according to them, is quite convincing, well-designed, and it's targeted 110 million People, I don't think Netflix has 110 million subscribers in the United States. So I guess they're sending it blind to people who maybe don't even have Netflix. But be aware that when you click through, what it does is it takes you to something that looks identical to Netflix's customer center page on their website. And it's got a thing for you to update your membership details. And before you know it, you've given key information that allows criminals to do any of a number of nasty things to you, including if you go as far as putting in new payment information, you have given the criminals, because you're not actually at Netflix's real website, you're at the fake, you've given them your credit card number or debit card number or other personal identifying information. So know that this is bogus, it is not coming from Netflix, and you need to just, Delete the thing. Do not do anything with it. And obviously you'll know if there really is a problem with your Netflix membership because you'll go to watch something and you can't watch it. And then you'll go to what you know is Netflix and update your information. But this is just a flat-out bogus attempt to steal your personal information and to cause havoc in your life. And don't let them do it to you. I'm so glad you've joined us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas to me so you can save more and spend less, and don't let anyone ever rip you off. Clark.com is our main website, and you know Clark Deals, our bargain site. It's all about you knowing what is hype and what's a real deal, and so we are. I know it's weird, but we are already in the midst. Of the Christmas bargain season. As an example, today Costco started a lot of their bargains. Costco doesn't follow the normal calendar of Thanksgiving week and Black Friday and all that. So I got to Costco when they opened this morning. Actually, I missed it by eight minutes. And the store already was packed with people walking around with their coupons, buying the things that were on the first phase of their Christmas shopping sales flyer, and everybody's jockeying for position. So Walmart is going to start its Black Friday deals at Walmart.com before they're available in the store at the same price. It's the first year Walmart has truly had an integrated, coordinated strategy with how Walmart.com and Walmart are going to work. And so Walmart is going to offer deals starting at 12.01 a.m. just after midnight, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, Thanksgiving morning, online. But in the stores, the deals aren't going to be available till 6 in the evening Thanksgiving. Remember when Thanksgiving used to be the day you sat around and ate that food that you don't like all year long, but you eat it on Thanksgiving, and then you watch NFL football. Well, I love the NFL football part. I don't like any of the Thanksgiving food part, but I also will have my laptop out shopping when I should be interacting with family. Guilty as charged. <laughs> and Target is doing, because those are the big two of traditional discounters, Target is is starting its online deals when you wake up Thanksgiving morning, at least for now, but now that Walmart is going to start theirs at 12.01, I bet Target is the weaker player will react and move theirs earlier. Their stores will open with their Black Friday deals on Thanksgiving afternoon, evening at 6 o'clock. Best Buy is doing their Black Friday deals starting at 5 p.m. Thanksgiving Day. So they're all doing that, and Amazon is doing the craziest thing right now. And you may, if you're a regular Amazon shopper, you may have seen this. Amazon, you know, as I talk about them, they're so efficient, but they're not cheap on most things. And Amazon is now offering a subsidy on a number of their items for sale, and when you see an item at a good deal... On Amazon, it will have a little thing by it. Karis, do you know the exact wording of that thing? This is Karis from Clark Deals?
4: I believe it says something like, you know, um, this this deal may not. What does it say, Joel? It says uh, provided by provided Amazon. By this Amazon. deal Amazon. provided by Amazon. Yeah, the discount provided by Amazon, something like that. So, so
0: what that means is Amazon has most of their merchandise sold by third-party sellers, not by amazon itself but their sales are fulfilled through amazon and without even those third party sellers being aware amazon is subsidizing the purchase of a lot of those items when you see that marked on an item for sale it means that amazon is just giving you an early christmas gift so, what other early Christmas gifts do you have right now,
4: Chris? Oh, my goodness. This week has been crazy. And I believe it's one of the earliest years where there's been really early Black Friday deals. And so, like, Walmart just came out early this morning at 3.30 in the morning. Um, Best Buy's came Wouldn't out yesterday. <laughs> when do you sleep?
0: And you're looking at that stuff at 3.30 in the morning.
4: I take breaks. I take breaks. Um, but, I mean, there are so many Black Friday deals happening now at Best Buy. Um, in fact, there's one that we keep on on seeing it's coming in and out of stock. So we decided not to put it in the newsletter because it's just been so crazy. So it's this 11.6 inch Chromebook for $99. And that is a great deal. It's actually Clark's prediction. He predicted exactly on the mark, under $100. And that's available at Best Buy now in limited stock. So you might be able to still buy one now. Um, but they're, they're also going to have similar deals you know, for Black Friday at Best Buy. But Best Buy is huge right now. And then also, you know, Walmart's ad—they're going to have a 55-inch smart 4K TV for 298, and they're also going to have a 58-inch Samsung 4K for 598. And so, I mean, these price points are very, very competitive. It's just crazy right now.
0: And as far as the electronics, I think what you'll see is that with a lot of the electronic items, there will still be a certain number of deals that will be superior on. Thanksgiving Day and Black Friday itself that the deals are spread out more this year there are a lot of very very good deals and but I still think there's going to be the the old term for it was doorbusters I think there still will be doorbusters on Thanksgiving and on that Friday after immediately known as Black Friday but as far as the doorbusters because the inventory from a lot of traditional retailers is also going to be available online do not deal with the crowds in the store with all the free shipping offers that are available buy them online when you know you can get the inventory and don't deal with the whole checkout mania do you have some others in particular their deals you want to talk about or do you sure. want to force people to go look at
4: <laughs> Well, actually, our deal digger, Sarah, has come up with a list that we will have probably in the next 15 minutes or so. And it, she's compiling a list of all the best deals from all the ads that we've seen so far. So um, a few of the other ones, say from Best Buy, they have um, some SanDisk micro SD cards for a crazy deal. I mean, it's a 128 gigabyte card for $30 today, twenty nine ninety nine. There's another one, 64 gigabyte for twenty four ninety nine. if you want to say all your pictures from your camera. Um, Camera?
5: Do they use
4: a
0: camera anymore?
4: <laughs> yeah, they they do. I mean, you know, you use these these disc cards for everything, like you know, an action camera or something. Um, also, there is a, a pressure cooker at Best Buy right now, six quart pressure cooker. Those go crazy. I mean, I've never they're heard so... you
0: this excited about Best Buy. <laughs> you think they've done it right this year?
4: I think they have. I mean, this th- our deals newsletter is filled with deals from Best Buy today. Just saying. I mean, they're really, you know, as these as these flyers come out, it's like each day, it's like you know, a big hubbub over the web on each store so um you know that that crock pot um pressure cooker is huge because that saves you time and money and it's 50 dollars off today
0: right so one of the things i bought at costco today i can't talk about a lot of them because a lot of them are gifts for family members so i can't reveal what i bought but i did buy a standing desk one of those desks that's electronic goes up and down for Lori, who runs our Team Clark Consumer Action Center, our off-air advice line. And she had made her own standing desk where she took a milk crate and a box and put it on top. It was pretty bootleg, as Alex says. It was. But Costco today has an electronic standing desk that you can adjust the height of for $199, and it has USB ports in it and all the rest. And this is not... An attachment for an existing desk. This is the whole shebang. And that was an incredible deal. And there are so many of them. And we will have them cataloged for you at clarkdeals.com. And Karis, I just wish you were sleeping better and not up at 3 30 in the morning to see the latest from Walmart.
4: <laughs> it's fun, though. It's fun. You only get to do this once a year.
0: Yeah, except for you, it's every day of the year. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And Faye is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Faye, how are you doing?
6: I'm fine, thank you, Clark. Thanks for having me on today.
0: Sure. So, Faye, have you started your Christmas shopping yet?
6: Oh, of course not.
0: (laughs) So what's your typical pattern? When do you start Christmas shopping?
6: Oh, probably um, after Thanksgiving. I have to get past that holiday first.
0: (laughs) Okay. So do you do all the cooking and stuff?
6: I do quite a bit. Yes, being here in the South, we have to use our nice products that are available, sweet potatoes in North Carolina, you know, and things of that sort, lots of turkeys, grains down here, so we we have a lot of nice things to work with.
0: Well, I'm impressed, (laughs) because I don't know how to cook anything, except I did make my middle child some macaroni and cheese the other day, where I had to boil water and mix it in and put in some butter and some (laughs) milk and all that, and... I was really proud of myself, because for me, that was some serious cooking to open up that that box and make that stuff.
6: Wow. Well, good luck with that. You need to be able to be (laughs) self-sufficient.
0: I have no survival skills, I can tell you. Right. (laughs) So how can I be of service to you?
6: You know, speaking of the holiday season, uh, Grandma got run over by reindeers, which you'll be hearing quite a bit on the radio, and I always enjoy that little song, but this Grandma got run over by a pop-up.
2: <laughs> Ooh.
6: I had a situation where um, I was not my usual analytical self on my expenditures, and one day I was on the Internet, and um, a pop-up came up, and it connected this face cream to a person who supposedly is going to go into that business and develop her line, and I wanted to be supportive, and I thought, well, I'll just order that. It was a free, you know, you pay the postage, you get this free.
0: Oh, and then you're entered for how much money after that? Yeah,
6: right. So on on, October 9th, I did that, and it was like $9 to get two items, you know, and I thought, well, if I'm getting one, I might as well get the second one, $9, and they sent those right on in. And then on the twenty third, they charged my account eighty nine dollars and seventy seven cents on one, and eighty nine seventy one on the other. And at the very bottom of my account, if I hadn't checked that report, I wouldn't have seen it. So I didn't know. That's could... the most
0: expensive shipping charge I've ever heard absolutely,
6: of. Absolutely, absolutely. But the point is, there was when I called about it immediately, and of course, this made me feel assaulted and angry. So right away I called. And they said, oh, you have to read the terms and conditions. You should be responsible to read the terms and conditions. There were no terms and conditions on that pop-up. And it's not until you get into their website that you see these intricate terms and conditions about um, things like we're, we're governing our disagreement is intended to be governed by the Electronic Signatures and Global National Commerce Act. And they're saying that if you even click on a button, or if you access the website, whether you read the terms and conditions or not, that you're you're in trouble. <laughs> in other words, You're, you're in fully trouble.
0: bound by them.
6: Yes. So anyway, what it came down to is, as soon as I got the bill on the 30th, I called about this. And the person at the address, there's always a the phone number across from the item on your bill. So I called that number, and they gave me this stuff about being responsible. You should read the terms and conditions. You will be charged 89, something, you know. So anyway... I thought, well, I'm not getting anywhere with this. So I said, well, if this is a subscription, for more to come, stop it immediately. Now, my concern about that is, Clark, there's no company name where you can send a certified letter or a certified email. Yeah, because this
0: is is just, uh, unfortunately, a common scam.
6: Yeah, it's a gotcha. It's a gotcha, anything you do.
0: How did you pay the
6: um, $9? On the credit card, the Citibank credit card.
0: And have you talked to Citibank?
6: Of course. As soon as I found out they wouldn't credit me anything on this, because it had been longer than the 14-day period. I mean, they give you 14 days from the time they ship the item. If it took you six days to get it, you've got eight days to evaluate a cream and let them know you did or didn't want it. So you have to let them know you didn't want it right away, or they will charge your card. So I didn't know that I had done that, so they charged my card. But at any rate, um, what happened then is that I called Citibank immediately and registered a complaint and asked them to investigate I said, what can you do to help me get this refunded? And they, of course, credited immediately, and I sent my payment of a lot less than it would have been. I was about to make the payment on the credit card, not even having analyzed my items.
0: But the important thing here is Citibank did its part. and They absolutely did. And, and a let me tell you, job. what I've discovered with these online things is that credit card companies know who who are these problem sellers. Yes. And they're much more likely to credit you because in a case like this they were probably holding back thirty percent of the revenue these people were charging. Really? really. And mm-hmm. they do these holdbacks to deal with the chargebacks that inevitably come from the criminal enterprises that do these trial offers. Absolutely. All right. So in summary in summary, your advice for your fellow listener is they get these trial offer pop-ups on their computer or their phone is they should do what
6: they should immediately evaluate the product i would go online and check the product this product's not even 60 percent meeting the criteria for a good product
0: well and and you're more generous and trusting than i am i don't ever sign up for any free trial offer because i figure it's always going to have a gotcha and maybe that's just because i only hear stories like yours of the problems that occur But I would go zero tolerance on any free trial offer. I wouldn't do it because there's always or almost always an ugly catch.
5: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Sabin is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Saban, I've been waiting for your question for months because I haven't had this question except maybe one other time this entire year. What are you thinking of doing?
2: Well, I'm looking to be... Uh car shopping here over the next few months, and I drove by a uh, lot run by a rental company, and it occurred to me that a properly maintained vehicle, being in the interest of a rental company, would lead to potentially a more reliably maintained used car. And I was wondering what your thoughts were on that, if I'm wrong.
0: Well, I have actually changed the advice I give about buying use cars from the car rental fleets because the car rental companies i rent about 30 cars a year i can tell you the car rental companies are not taking care of their fleets like they used to oh okay. and it's a significant change in how they're taking care of their product and so cars are it's like they're aging Way before their time. It's kind of like you look at a picture of a president when he takes office, and you look at him four years later, and it's like he aged 15 years and four. That's oh, well. kind of what it looks like with a car rental. Is I, that,
2: I, I always just attributed that to parenthood.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, So the car rental fleets, what happens is they end up putting about two to three times the normal mileage on them, in a time period that a normal driver would and so okay. you get a car that has the equivalent of like two to three years of use on it even if it's only one model year old and then you throw into it that i'm just disappointed in how the fleets are being maintained that i would give them a pass i wouldn't do that okay. right now and All right. when you look for a used car what i like for you to look for is a used car that's three model years old but has less than the normal mileage cycle put on it in those three years. So a car that maybe has um, 30,000 miles or less on the odometer but three model years old, to me, is the absolute sweet spot. But with any used car, I don't care where you buy it, Saban, make sure you have it checked out by a mechanic of your choosing. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show.